Hello and welcome to Interactive Distractions, episode number 409. Uh, my name is Christopher Keogh and I am here with Travis Baum. What a blah. And it has been a while. Uh, it's been a long while because a lot Hot of shit's minute. been going on. Um, but uh, but tonight, tonight we're just going to kind of chill out. We're going to do some distractions. We're going to do a little bit of news and that's going to be it. So we got, uh, I know we got some games to talk about. So we're going to get to that quickly, but before we do that, we'll see what's going on. Travis, what's up, man? It's been several weeks, several weeks. It's been several weeks. Yes, this is true. Um, a lot is going on. Um, work is crazy, crazy busy. I just finished one of the most insane weeks of work. Uh, our boss was out of the, out of the office all week long for a spring break trip with their kids, his wife in New York City. Okay. And being the highest ranking member of the of the office, I had to not only do my responsibilities, but also do a lot of responsibilities that uh, my boss has to go through as well. So it was pulling double duty, which felt like triple duty. And I had like so many shoots out of the office this week on top of trying to manage people in the office and manage my own projects. It was really, really hectic. The good news Sounds is... Sounds like a big duty. It was a huge duty, a uh, big smelly duty. Sorry, um, Wreck-It Ralph but, moment just coming in. Sorry. Oh, I didn't know that was. I, I thought it was just a poop joke. <laughs> well, it was, but it was referencing. You had me at the poop Wreck-It joke, Ralph. Chris. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it, it, it was crazy. A lot has changed with the, with the T man lately. Oh, tell me. Been feeling good. Been feeling great actually. Um, so uh, some people are kind of nervous to talk about this. I'm not. I'm. I like to think that I'm fully transparent when I talk to people or even talk to uh, strangers on the internet. Um, but, uh, so highly recommend this if you have any issues with any type of, uh, anxiety or even like ADD issues, uh, especially with adults. But, uh, I just got put on that Wellbutrin, that Wellbutrin, tr- uh, joint right there, man. I gotta tell you, it is fantastic. Highly so recommend an, it's it. It's an anxiety medicine? Uh, it's treated for both. It, it treats both anxiety and ADD. Luckily for me, I had both, so it's like double duty. Ah, <laughs> Luckily for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's been great. Oh, like, tra- tra- you know, I was just thinking I, the other day, Travis, it's a good thing you have both anxiety and ADD. That's what I was thinking. It was the only time I've ever been proud of having both of those things. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, it's been great. Like It, it completely changed my life. I, I'm, I'm, I'm more responsible at work, at home. I'm happier. It's great. And it's ironic that one of the funny things was I, it's sad that we've been crazy, crazy busy to record the podcast in a few weeks because I've been dying to record the podcast on this medicine. I've been so excited. So I'm pretty, and, it, and another sad thing about it is, uh, my cat chewed through my, uh, through my, uh, computer cord for my MacBook Pro. So that's why, uh, this is going to be a very, very short kind of truncated show. We're going to be micro casting today. <laughs> we're we're going to be uh, talking quickly. <laughs> I started at 61% and I'm already at 54%. So <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be a quick, quick show tonight for sure. But no, things are great, man. Um, really happy, busy, staying busy, uh, trying to plan for a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of crazy stuff going on, but. It's not for this podcast. That's for another podcast. It's for another kind that, of podcast that, that doesn't even exist. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's been good, man. How about you? You you had a you had an interesting fun week. Uh, yeah, we went to Disney last week, so that was fun. No um, big deal. I, I have to tell one Disney story. That's it. I'm just going to tell one because um, we went with my family, and uh, you guys have heard, like everybody's heard me talk about um, Jerry. You know, Jerry plays Destiny with us, so yep. we went down with him and his family. 
as well. So there were four adults, four kids in the house. It was crazy. Um, but we went to, on, on our last day there, we went to Hollywood Studios. And it was easily our best day because we went to Magic Kingdom like two other days during the week. And it was fucking 90-something degrees. You know, it sucks. Um, I mean, you have a lot of fun, but it's hot as hell. Everyone's getting tired. You get fatigued quickly. Dude, Friday at Hollywood Studios, it was like low 70s. I was like, this mm-hmm. is what it needs to be all the time. Well, uh, we're walking around. We're doing all of our things. And, and uh, you know, everybody's got uh, a much better attitude because it's a nice weather and um, we're like, okay, well, let's, you know, we wrote, we, we went on a couple of rides and, uh, we saw Moana and that was a big thing for my daughter and for, uh, and, and, um, for Jerry's kids as well. And, uh, and then it was like, then we got to the Star Wars stuff and I was like, all right, we're at the Star Wars stuff. Here we go. We're in my, mm-hmm. now, now it's, now we're in my wheelhouse. And, uh, <laughs> we're in Riccio country. Riccio country. <laughs> so we went on to Star Tours and Star Tours was awesome and my kids nice. loved it. They want, so my daughter is, I found this out exactly 40 inches tall because that's how how tall you have to be to get on the ride. And they've got like the bars, right, that you have to make it up to in order to get on the ride. She walked under it and like her head was scraping the top. So she's like exactly 40 inches tall. So she was just able to get on the ride and she loved it. And my son loved it and it was great. We got out of there. We started looking at some of the memorabilia and then it was from there on out. It was like Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. And it was like, Hey, look, Chewie and, and Kylo Ren are over there. Let's go see them. <laughs> so we walk over there and we, we're, we're standing in line for, um, for Chewie. Uh, and there's trivia questions up and we're doing the trivia questions and we get up to Chewie and, um, everybody goes up to have the picture and, and, I start chatting with the characters. This is something I, I, I do if it's a character I like. Right. So I'm like, Chewie, we were thinking about going to see Kylo Ren. What do you think? And he, he looks at me, goes, shakes his head, no. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was, that was nice. Then I went to, then we went and saw Kylo Ren because, you know, he's there. We're going to go see him. Um, and Kylo Ren was very, you know, uh, you know, just, just bossing everybody around, didn't say a word, just pointed and said, you, here is just pointing to people. <laughs> so we get all lined up. We take the picture. I turn around. I look at him and I was like, do you mind if I call you Ben? <laughs> and he, he looks Ooh, at low, me. Low, low blow, Chris. He looks at me, bro. And he points at the door. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. So we walked out and then, um, we got to, uh, we're on our way out. We're going through all the memorabilia and shit like that. And, uh, and there's a Jawa. And just randomly out in the middle of this, you know, in the, in where we're at. And he's, he's walking around greeting people and people are taking pictures with him. And, um, you know, a couple, a couple of the kids go over there and take a picture with the Jawa and me having to talk to the characters. I was like, excuse me, do you have a protocol droid? I'm very interested in, in a good protocol droid. And he starts signaling me, like waving me over to him and to right. follow him. And he brings me around to this glass case and he points in the glass case and it's fucking C-3PO's arm in the case. And oh, I was nice. like, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, just, I love when they, when, when things, when they, they play along so well and things all work out and to, to, you know, uh, just, it, it makes for a fun time. And it was, it, it definitely made our day. Like the entire day at Hollywood Studios was fantastic and we just had a great time and, and, uh, that's it. I just wanted to tell uh, yeah, that part. Hollywood that's... Studios was actually one of my, um, one of my it's favorite, awesome, dude. one it's of my awesome. favorite locations when Megan and I went a few years for Christmas. Um, I mean, honestly, I mean, Magic, we had a good time at Magic Kingdom. It was fine. Um, but it, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's the busiest park. you you know, you're going to yeah, have absolutely. like nonstop crowds, long lines. Um, even if you fast pass it, you're dude, still going to be Space waiting. Space Mountain was two hours at one point. It's insane. And, and yeah, it's not even it's that great. 
Space, Space Mountain's kind of overrated. Oh fuck you! Um, I love Space Mountain. <laughs> it's overrated. I, I'm a well. I, here's the here's the deal. I am a uh, I'm a roller coaster guy. So I would rather go to Six Flags and like ride a real fucking roller coaster than do Space Mountain. So to me, like it's it's not worth it. Um, but well then, but, but yeah, but I mean, that's just uh, I can only say the truth or my truth. Um, but but like Animal Kingdom. Hollywood Studios, Universal, uh, Epcot, obviously for adults is the, the greatest. Um, so, I mean, those are the ones I like, and Magic Kingdom's always going to be last on my list. If I had a choice of one park to, to kind of yeah. skip, it would always yeah. be Magic Kingdom. Um, but, uh, Magic Kingdom is good for adults. Magic Kingdom is good for like, you know, once every 10 years. But when you're with yeah. your kids, you got to go to Magic Kingdom. You know, the reason just... we enjoyed it for Magic Kingdom was that was our Christmas day. Christmas day, Magic oh, Kingdom. Cool. It was magical. It was great. Yeah, that's um, awesome. But in terms of the rides and the experience of like the park itself, yeah, we enjoyed other parks a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but, but overall, Disney's great. I highly recommend, like, if, if, if people, um, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard if you have kids to go to Disney without bringing your kids. But if people out there, uh, you know, you're a couple and you don't have kids, still highly recommend like a nice holiday, especially Christmas, uh, going to, going to Disney and spending Disney, like mm. doing like the whole adult thing. It's, it's yeah. It's if a you blast. go on Christmas, it's probably not as bad. But oh I would, no. I would, was it super busy? <laughs> it was fucking insane. Okay, at the Magic yeah, Kingdom. I would, I would say go during, like if you're going to go during Christmas time, go at the beginning of December when all the schools are still in session. Right. You know, when everybody is still at work, not on vacations because <laughs> even spring January, break February, was hard. Yeah. Even January, February would be we, great. We yeah. go in October, like beginning of October. It's awesome because it's, you know, the weather's nice and, you mm-hmm. know, they're doing their Halloween thing. And, uh, so we've done, we've done October. We've done early November. Um, you know, we've, we've gone several times, several different places in the year and, cool. um, yeah, it's it's a it's a good time. It's a good time. And the, the, there's one issue I have with Disney: a severe lack of video games. Which luckily at home we have plenty of, right? That's true. We should talk. And about goddamn! This. In this past few weeks, I played a lot of video games. Tell me what you got. Let's talk about Horizon first. Oh man! Because we have. It's, Let's it's, talk it's about Horizon. Out, yeah, it's we haven't uh, we haven't talked about Horizon yet. We haven't had a chance yet. That's um, that's how. Okay, so I know it's been over six weeks since we last recorded. <clears throat> because uh oh something else to add to my to my starting part um i have braces now by the way oh you did do that i got braces you so, made that happen and, okay and i actually have my first adjustment on thursday so the first adjustment was six weeks did, so did i know your, it's been did your, did your beard get caught in your braces at all no the beard came I off feel... when i went to florida <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> it's too damn hot man <laughs> You broke a lot of hearts with that news, man. I, I got to tell you, you did yeah. break a lot of hearts. I'm fine with it. You know what? That's fine. You're a grown man. You can shave your beard. Damn right. Um. So, uh, yeah, Horizon, man. Uh, Horizon. Okay, so I I May. started out I I started out really not enjoying Horizon. Really. Um. Why? So I I play video games a very specific way, especially open world games. I play a game by tomb raider is a great example i pick two weapons that i want to really focus on throughout the entire game and i get proficient enough in those weapons where okay bow and arrow maybe like a silenced pistol that's what i'm going to run with the entire time i play that game and that's just kind of what i like even when i play a game like gta i just kind of stick with a couple of weapons um i don't like to pull out bazookas it's just to me it kind of takes me out of the experience uh, so I just kind of stick with, you know, the guns that I'm comfortable with. <laughs> yeah, you can't um, do that in Horizon. 
No, you, um, you cannot do that. And it, it really, really, really took a long time. I would say almost 20 hours, like 15, 20 hours into the game for me to be like, okay, I can accept what I have to do to really enjoy this game. I, have, I can accept that I have to have four different types of weapons at the ready to use at any time. I had to get used to that. It was it was kind of outside of my usual way of playing. Once I adopted that and, you know, played the game it was meant to be played, the appreciation for the game and my enjoyment of the game overall just completely skyrocketed. Um and I I gotta tell you that game uh I'm so happy my opinion changed. Um because it's 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 easily one of the best games uh on the PlayStation platform at least. Uh, or just in, in this generation period, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, I would agree. I I had so much fun with it. I think the the uh, um, I don't want to give too much away, but like uh, like the the way they framed everything uh, from a storyline perspective, I thought that worked out really well. Um, I actually enjoyed the story much to many might not have enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, the way everything kind of tied back to a certain point in time, and you get to learn about um how the machines came to be and and it's i i found it interesting uh as to why the machines were what they were mm-hmm. you know i find i found like all the stuff that they were that they talked about all of that was real from a scientific perspective is really interesting to me yeah um, so they 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 took a they took an idea kind of out of a page of you know a a really good film or even going in the video game space, something that Uncharted does really, really well is they give you a narrative that Nathan Drake has to focus on and that that the player follows. And then there's also this behind the scenes storyline that happened like, you know, a thousand years ago that you're also following it when you pick up the notes. Mm -hmm. So, but, but what they, what was so great about Horizon is they do that, but the storylines complement each other way, way better than Uncharted ever could do. Um, and because you see the actual effects, like you, you're going into these, you know, quote unquote tombs or these, uh, these, these, you know, these, you know, long, long, long given up laboratories and, you know, you see things and then you receive the storyline and you see what happened to make what you see in, in the present day. Uh, you, you kind of see what, you know, the, the cause and effect was, um, firsthand and the use of like a good mixture of audio logs and then the, 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 hol- the hologram logs, like it was just a great, great mix. Uh, it kept it interesting. Uh, it made me want to read the text and audio logs. Yeah. I-, I thought that yeah. everything that was in it was uh, was enjoyable. And I can't say that about a lot of games. As much as I love Uncharted, um, I don't read everything in Uncharted. Right? Like, yeah. I I don't. Even Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider's both games are, are fantastic. I don't read everything. This was so interesting um, that I was like, I have to read every single log that I picked up. So far, um, so yeah, you're right. They, the, the they had a, was fantastic. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of nods to a lot of other stuff as well. Like, um, I'm not sure if you if you caught it, but there's like a, there's a nod to Riggs, um, the the VR game in there. <laughs> I did not. I did not um, see that. No. Yeah. So so one of the um, I don't think this is giving anything away, um, but uh, one of the the uh, God, what do they call them the um, vision points where you can. Uh, um, wait, I can't remember what they call them, but you, you, you basically put on your focus and it opens up like a window to the past. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, you're talking about the, uh, yeah, it's it? only took my time. I can't remember it. But anyway, there's one with a stadium 
like an over if, uh, outlook or uh, what was it called? Vantage points. No, vantage points. Point. It is vantage points. You're right. Is that what it is? Something yeah, that's like? what it is. So you, it, one of the vantage points is a stadium, and the stadium actually has the Riggs logo on the side of it. Really? If you look at it, yeah. <laughs> like a lot of little nods to that, and it's not just like gorilla stuff. It's like it's it's also um, a lot of uh, uh, um, God. What is uh, uh, Kojima's new game that's coming out? Death Stranding. Death, Death Stranding. So yeah. there's a lot of Death Stranding nods in there too. Like they have this, they have this thing going on. I think they're using the same engine. Like the game is going to use the same engine, but, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> a lot of cool stuff like that. The, the uh, visually it's gorgeous, especially uh, on the pro. So I have a pro now. Um, so that's new. Uh, but especially on the pro, it looks great. And then, uh, one of the big things for me is that I had, I had always had fun with the combat. Like I would seek out things to fight because it was so much fun to fight the machines, you know, mm-hmm. um, between the trip wires and like, like, uh, using mods to just overpower some of your arrows and things like that. Like, like the, that normal hunter's bow, man, I, I just loaded that up with, with fire mods mm-hmm. and you just catch anything on fire, man. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's then, really great. And, and, and it's, and it's like I said, going back to what I said, if you play this game incorrectly, it is not fun. It is extremely frustrating. But once you start using learn all of how, the weapons, once you learn how to play it and then, you know, using the mods, like you said, to your advantage, it makes you, it, there were many, many occasions where I could have been like, okay, I could easily just go up to this guy and just melee him a couple of times and, 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 and clear this. I never wanted to do that. I always wanted to play the game. The way I wanted to. And yeah. if I was find myself getting, you know, it, it never got stale. It never got unfun. But whenever I wanted to throw a little twist in it, I would make it happen with another weapon. And yeah. it, it just opened my mind even more. So I was at the point where the gameplay got so good to where I was at a point where, okay, I'll give in and get a couple of more weapons. It evolved into, okay, I'm officially getting every fucking weapon because yes. I want to. Yes. And yeah. it did it. And it completely changed the way I played a video game. Aside from just adapting to the way I was supposed to play, it made me go even more. And not very many video games can do that for me. So one of the things, one of the things that I really, uh, loved about, um, one of the, one of the combat, uh, scenarios that I really enjoyed, uh, was when I fought, um, what's his name? Redmaw? The, the snap, the The, snap, the, the the Thunderjaw. Thunderjaw. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. The, the big Thunderjaw that you go with the Hunter's Lodge to go kill. Um, and, uh, you can, you know, I don't know if you know this, but you can lay down tripwires on top of each other. So I literally laid out like eight or nine tripwires, maybe mm-hmm. 10. And then I just shot a tear arrow at his disc launcher. It knocks it off. He starts looking for me because I'm hiding and he's walking towards the tripwire. He hits all of the tripwires at the same time. It does <laughs> mega damage. I haul ass around him, pick up the disc launcher and just mow him down with his own disc launcher there's something very satisfying about that yeah it's it's insanely satisfying and, and, and there's only a couple of enemies where you can actually you know use their weapons against them like that and yeah. uh it's every single time it is it is satisfying mm-hmm. um i mean every time i saw you know i forgot what one of the smaller enemies that has the like ravager the, laser, the ravager yeah, yeah um i there was no other way i killed a ravager Oh, ever, I would, ever I would again. kill the ravager and then just pick up the the his cannon and just blow other things away Right. You know, yeah. I mean, you just, you have to use them. They're so much fun. Yeah. It's, it's but, a, it's a good time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, Horizon, uh, I'm so happy that I, I kind of 
gave in to what the game was asking me to do because it it's easily uh easily game of the year, you know, top top 5 maybe it's even definitely top three. game of the year material. No yeah, doubt. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. Uh and also uh the uh the, the voice acting, fantastic. Um for the most part, you know, there are some that kind of I, I that are kind of cringeworthy. But yeah, for the uh, most part it's definitely good. Yeah, I didn't I didn't have much of a problem with it to be honest with you. I mean, there's some things that that I think cringe is just a really really heavy word to say. I mean, Overall, um, Ashley uh, does a great job. Ashley was fantastic. She was she, really good um, as as, uh, as Aloy, yeah. Aloy and as another character. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but uh, she's fantastic. You know, you know, you know her from uh, you know as Tiny Tina in Borderlands, and you see, you know, you watch. Hey, Ash, what you playing? That's. Um, yep. It took me about ten to fifteen hours to actually realize that that was her, and it blew me away of how good of a job. That she did, not just because yeah. of the fact that she added a, 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 a certain weight, like a, a young, youthful weight to to the character, but she was also very, very mature in that role. And mm-hmm. that's that was the main reason. The maturity in that role was really what made me so shocked when I found out that it was Ashley Birch. Um, so, uh, so yeah, props to her. I, I want to see her get more roles. And I also found out that she was in Life is Strange. I never knew that she was a main character in Life is Strange. Um, so that, uh, and obviously that was one of my favorite games from, from last year. Um, so yeah, props to her. I want to see her get more roles. She, she's going to, she's, she has a, an amazing career ahead of her, I believe. Yeah, she does. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, we could probably talk about Horizon for the tenure of my battery life, but we probably yeah. <laughs> should move on. What else you got? Um, I, the only other thing I got, which I've been playing, um, a, uh, unhealthy amount of is Persona 5. Okay. And Tell me uh, about yeah, it. it's uh it's fucking Persona 5, man. It's amazing. Uh it's it, it doesn't do that much different than what Persona like Persona 3 to Persona 4 it's a very very similar game, but Persona 4 added a whole bunch of quality of life additions to it. Um and of course from 4 to 5, it's still a very very similar game to what 4 was, but again, you add those quality of life uh, upgrades to it, and then the fact that you're actually finally playing a Persona game on a current high definition right. generation console, um, it, it even it, it it doubles the excitement and make and just for that alone makes it a better game. Um, but I'm enjoying every bit of it. Um, they've made additions and evolutions to the combat, which are fantastic. Um, they have made things a little bit less of a headache if you because one of the there is one aggra- aggravating thing that I cannot stand. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, they do the RPG thing where if the main character falls, it's game over. Um, can't stand that. No matter if your entire team has full yeah. health, if your character goes down, it's game over. And that's, and um, that's kind of shit, especially when there's so many different ways to resurrect characters. Exactly. Um, but it, this game, like, like for instance, like the quality of life situation is, is much better. If that does happen, say you're fighting a boss, um, you have options, you know, you can uh, revert to your last, uh, safe, safe room. You can, uh, load your latest, save file or you can just start over the boss battle and jump right back into the fight from the very beginning um things like that are extremely welcome in a game like that where you can get insta killed your main character get insta killed like that um but uh so 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 those upgrades were were very very welcome but overall everything's great the music's good i don't think the music's quite as good as uh persona 4 I hear a lot of praise about Persona 5's music. It's good. Um, I just don't think it reaches the heights as 4, but uh, it's still enjoyable. Um, it's one of the few games where uh, 
usually video games when I'm playing a game and Megan's in the same room, she's on her iPad or on her computer. Uh, she can't stand listening to listening to the music. But Persona is just one of those games where she really, really, really enjoys listening to the music because it is it is a, a quality score. Um, and uh, the characters are great. The writing is really, really good. Um, there's a lot of brouhaha online about how that, that, the, the localization being bad. I don't think the localization is bad at all. I think it's actually phenomenal. Um, uh, uh, God damn. I mean, it's probably going to be my game of the year this year. I mean, it's, really? it's, it's okay. really, 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 really good. Um, um, 57 hours into it. Uh, and I still don't see the end in sight. And I know this is a hundred hour plus game without hmm. doing any extra grinding. It's, it's a straight up 100 hour game. Um, but, uh, Chris, are you familiar with the Persona series whatsoever? Somewhat. I haven't Somewhat. beaten one, but I've played a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah, so they do the they do the normal persona thing. You know, you uh you start off in the month of April and you basically live the life of a high schooler slash throughout dungeon the crawler year. throughout the school year, day yeah. by day. Um, you know, you have your uh your, your set of characters that, that you know, every persona game has a, a specific stereotype they like to have in your party, and that is the same here. It's not a problem. The characters are good, I enjoy it. Again, characters not quite as memorable and as good as Persona 4, but still very, 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 very good persona level quality characters. Okay. Um all the side characters that you try to build up your social links with, all really, really great storylines. Uh, I, uh, it's just been a, a fantastic experience so far. A uh, couple of little gripes here and there, but I also had a couple of little gripes about Persona 4. So, I mean, uh, it's kind of normal because games aren't meant to be perfect. They're going to have flaws, uh, but uh, there's not a flaw that really tarnished. Just because a game has flaws doesn't mean it's tarnished um, uh, whatsoever, and this game is, is, is tarnish-free. It is a very, very high-quality game, uh, there are no issues, uh, with, uh, bugginess. There are no issues with, uh, I, have never once said, oh my god, this game needed a little bit more time in development here. Um, the game is, is, is just fantastic. And Chris, as a, as a JRPG fan yourself, uh, it would be a disservice if you did not play this game. So I think you should pick it up really soon. Um, I'll look into that. <laughs> yeah, definitely do it, man. It's 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 a it's a great game. I mean, definitely do it before Destiny Two comes out for sure, uh, because it's 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 a special it's a special little game. Um, but other, I mean, in serious, that's all I've been playing. So uh, I haven't had a chance to jump on Destiny. I'm not really interested in doing that since all of our shit doesn't carry over. Yeah. Um, I, you haven't been playing Destiny either, right? I played a little bit of it. I played. Uh, we did Crota, and then we did Vault last week, or we tried to do Vault. But that was pretty much it. Um, just just to see what what they changed, what the challenges were, and uh, what loot dropped. But uh, yeah, all they changed all the uh, the elemental primaries to exotics now. So it's like, man, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, no thanks. No thanks. You took away our elemental primaries, and you gave it back to us for six months. Yeah, not even, and not and even, then not put even the cost months. of an exotic on it. So you know, exactly, and. Only to take it away when Destiny Two comes out. Appreciate it. I, I, I'm. I just have no. <laughs> I have no interest. In, and of course, the the question that everybody in our Destiny chat asks: Well, isn't playing with friends enough? Yes, playing with friends is enough. But I, I can't make yeah, myself playing with play. friends is enough. So let's play Rocket League. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um. So, so that's the thing. I did. So our good buddy Slugga slash Omer. Um. I did send him a private little message in our chat. 
And I said, you know what, dude? Uh, and this was a couple of weeks ago before Persona came out. I said, you know what? I think I've actually decided not to play Persona 5 because I just found out that none of our gear and everything transfers over to Persona 6. I'm just, I'm not down for that. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that idea, which is a joke because it's not supposed to. <laughs> but a game like Destiny, that stuff should carry over. And, and yeah. it's, it, it's, it it's hurts right. my heart. Yeah. I, 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 and the gear is so fucking awesome. Yeah. Like all the new gear is great. And it is, I think it's some of the best gear that Destiny's ever rolled out with. And the fact that it's brand new gear and in less than six months, we don't get to keep it. That sucks so yeah. fucking bad. So anyway, what else you been playing, man? Uh, well, the only other thing I'm going to mention is, uh, Zelda. Um, so Breath of the Wild, I picked, uh, I picked up a Switch. Um, I wasn't going to, but I had $275 worth of Best Buy rewards. So I was like, hey, what the hell? Um, but, uh, so the Switch is, is pretty neat. I really like the concept of it. I like the idea. Um, it's a little minimalistic on the UI side. It's, it's, uh, it just seems like there's not a whole lot there. Which is not necessarily a bad thing because it's no, no, technically no, a portable system. Um, but, uh, uh, there were a few things that kind of rubbed me the wrong way when I was hooking it up. Like the, the dock could pretty much only fit one way in, on my, on my TV, like on my, uh, on my center. So it's like, it's sideways now with the, with the side, you know, ain't pointed backwards. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, it, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't look right. It's weird. But, um, that's it's all minor stuff. Uh the the actual system itself is is pretty cool. Uh the controllers are a little weird like the Joy-Cons. I don't I don't like the way they feel, so I got a Pro controller as well. Pro controller okay, feels good. great. Yeah. Um Zelda is it's it's really good with some caveats. There's a <laughs> lot of inventory management uh because all the weapons that you get, like you can pick up weapons off of enemies. Like you just pick up anything. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of the weapons that I picked up was a fucking mop, you know, <laughs> and it, it, yeah, it didn't do much damage, obviously. But yeah, uh, the, the, the degradation is something that really yeah, seemed to be a turn off. Yeah. The, the, the whole durability on the weapons thing is awful. And it wouldn't be awful if it was more, if there was more realism to it, it's like you pick up like a soldier's broadsword, you kill four dudes and then it breaks. It's like, that's no, <laughs> that's not supposed to happen. Um, and I mean, if, if you pick up a club and it breaks after four guys, sure, fine, that's great. But when you pick up a broadsword that's supposed to be durable and you know, you, you fight four, five, six dudes and then it breaks and it was the best weapon that you've come across so far, that's frustrating. It's, it's annoying and frustrating. Um, I mean, overall, the game is, um, you know, I'm not saying the game is bad. The game is, is really good. Uh, the combat is fun. Um, you know, out, the, outside of the inventory management shit, it's, uh, it's, it's a really good game. It just doesn't feel like Zelda to me. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a 3D adventure game. Right. But like, the only way that I've seen, I, I I'm not that far in. So let me say, let me say that first. I'm only on like the second area. Like there's different areas that you like. There's towers that you climb to unlock maps. It's very, it's very much like uh, um, what's an open, open world, world game, right? It's an open world game. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I've I've gotten to the second main area and I'm on my way to the third. Um, so I haven't gotten that far, but it's like you kill things and no rupees drop, no hearts drop, nothing like that. So if you if you get if you start getting beat up, 
it's like you have to use healing items in order to 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 heal your hearts back. Mm-hmm. You can find healing items everywhere. That's not a problem usually. Um, but it's just it's kind of it's just you're constantly going to the inventory and healing yourself and then exiting the inventory and then, oh, here's a weapon I want to pick up. Oh, I have too many weapons. Let me go to the inventory and drop a weapon and pick up this weapon. And now we, oh, here's a bow I like. Go and drop this and go pick up that. It's, it's a lot of, it, it, like the inventory management is as frustrating as Odin Sphere was on PS2. I mean, that's, okay. that's the level of, of annoyance that I'm getting out of this. The game is really good though, and I know that it gets better, so I'm trying to push through it. Um, but that, you know, that's my big negative gripe. Um, other than that, I mean, the game is, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's beautiful. Um, technic, like the technical level of, of the visuals is not, you know, you can tell it's on a previous gen system, essentially. Right. Um, it's but more of a stylish. It's very like the style game. of it yeah. is very. It's gorgeous. I mean, it's it's very gorgeous, especially mm-hmm. when you actually get up into one of those towers and you start looking out at the land. It looks really, really good. You know, it's all you know, cel shaded, and it's not like tons of detail, but it's all very well drawn and artistic. You know, it's very cool that way. Um, yeah, I it sounds a- like it's going to get better because, I mean, people are talking about this game like it's the second coming of Christ. So, I mean, it it, it obviously is going to get better, um, but there's just a lot of red flags for me. Uh, like, you know, the, the degradation and the – I didn't know the inventory system was an issue, but, like, stuff like that is something that does kind of turn me off on video games too since that's been streamlined pretty healthily. Yeah. If healthily is a word. Um, and, and, like, one of the things but, that they do so well is, like, if you want to switch weapons – you can do that. Like if you push down on the D-pad, it brings up a little – like a little quick switch menu and you can move to the weapon you want and select it and then and go. That's but, good. Yeah. But, and, and that's great. But you can't do anything else from that from that little sub-menu. Like if I wanted to drop a weapon, I can't do it from that sub-menu. I have to go into the main inventory screen and drop the weapon and then come out. You know? Well- so it's, yeah. it's, you're, I'm constantly in the inventory screen and it just seems like it's, I, I've spent, you know, uh, I've maybe put like six or seven hours into the game so far. I would say about 10% of that is in, in the inventory screen. You know, it's, <laughs> that's, it's, that's, it's, a, that's it's, a lot of time. It's a lot of time to be in an inventory yeah. screen. Uh, but, uh, so l- let me ask you this then real quick. Um, so you, you made the comment that this is, uh, it does not feel like a Zelda game. Right. Um, are you saying that as an in a negative light? Because no, the no, one thing that because no. so I've, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard this I thing before, that. Chris. I've heard this thing that. before, real quick, and that's the one thing it, coming from someone who has not been a fan of the Zelda series since the Super Nintendo. I've not been a fan of 3D Zeldas. Um, that comment that I that I've been hearing that this does not feel like your typical Zelda game is what turns me on about. Breath of the Wild. Okay, the fact so that I've been bitching for a long time that it's been the same thing every single iteration. The fact that they changed it up excites me to play Zelda. So it it does feel different. Um, I mean, th- there's a lot of it that feels the same because it is Link and it's you know the the um you know the the cre- the the other characters that you meet are very styled in the in in like that that vein. Sure, but. From a, from a gameplay perspective, it really doesn't feel like it had to be a Zelda game. Like they could have put a different hero, put it in a different land and put different characters and made the mm-hmm. same game and put it in a, under a new IP. And they, they could have gotten away with that so yeah, I'm, far. I'm, I mean, I'm, as I'm, I said, I'm okay I'm with like, that. 
I, I'm, I'm only seven hours in, so I might be just saying this too early. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at this point, it really doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like the other Zelda games. Like when I was playing, uh, Twilight Princess, like I started out, it felt like a Zelda game right away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you, you got your, you got all your stuff and, well, it's, like I this, mean, it, it is a Zelda game. It's, 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 a carbon copy of everything Zelda's always ever done. <laughs> so, I mean, but uh, I'm excited the fact that this is different. They decided to change it up because it's always been one of my biggest gripes. Yeah. Um, because, this is I definitely mean, different enough that I think that you would, you might, I'm not saying that you would enjoy it, but there is definitely a chance you would. So, yeah. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I, I, I need to get more into it. There, there, I know there are, I haven't run into any dungeons yet. That's the weird thing. It's like, I haven't hit a dungeon. It's like, they have these shrines, but the shrines are more like, they're more like puzzles. Like you, you go down into the shrine and the the idea is to get to the end of the shrine, but it's just, it's basically a puzzle type thing. Right. You get, you get through, you figure out the puzzle, you get through it. And at the end, you get a, you get an orb and that's it. Um, but so I haven't actually gone into any proper dungeons yet, and that might be part of it. You know, I'm seven hours into a Zelda game and I haven't hit a dungeon. That is kind um, of weird. Yeah, but uh, I mean, but you yeah. can, but you can hit these dungeons or you know, the dungeons that you can hit eventually. You don't have to hit them in a specific order. It doesn't seem that way. Uh, they're they're yeah, kind of directing me in a particular order, I think. Um, but it seems like you can go anywhere you want. Like right now, there's like a distinct. Uh, a distinct go see this person, go do mm-hmm. this. And, and so the story is kind of leading me in a particular direction, but right. that doesn't mean I have to follow it. That's kind of what I'm getting at. But, uh, very cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. I, I, I really like it. I'm going to play it when we're done recording. Um, it's just, I, you know, just be careful with the inventory. It's just a pain in the ass. At least at first, it's a pain in the ass. So, and it's gotten me killed a couple times. Just the way it works. It's gotten me killed a couple times. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. Very good. A lot of good yeah. games, man. It's a good year. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more shit coming out, too. Neither of us bought Mass Effect, it seems. Uh, dude, man, Mass Effect just, uh, you know, I, I can't say a lot on it because of the fact that we didn't play it. But uh, I will say, and you and I have talked about this before, the, the fact that this game has come out with so many issues, um, and it doesn't seem it's it's that great of not just a Mass Effect game, but just not that great of a game period. of, And especially, you know, it's Mass Effect. This is consistently in our top three games of the year. Yep. Every year a Mass Effect came out. Yep. And to, to see the lackluster response that would cause us to not pick up this game day one, uh, it's it's flat out depressing. It really, really, really is. I, 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 I'm not a fan of delays. No one's a fan of delays. If they had to de- delay this game another year, fine. I just I don't want to feel the way I feel now about another Mass Effect. I hope I hope EA learns their fucking lesson because it's it's truly depressing to have one of our favorite series uh, just basically shit the bed like this. Yeah. I mean, they're, and they're, they're patching it. I mean, they patched they, they did the patch to uh, fix the uh, dead eye issue and some yeah. of the facial animation. Yeah. So, so they're, they're, they're working, working on, that. on it, and that's and that's and a I'm, good thing. And I want to play this game eventually, but I'm definitely waiting for all these main initial patches to come out before I touch it. Yeah, my my thought is right now that I'll probably play it after Zelda if there's nothing else that's that's hitting me. No, you're gonna um, play Persona after after Zelda. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, let's do some news. Let's do it. Uh, let's stick what with the Nintendo tip. Uh, so, <laughs> if you've been holding out on grabbing a NES Classic, you better go find one now because it looks oh, like in the U.S. Better. 
the NES Classic Edition console is going to be discontinued or I'm actually, bitter, um, yeah, yeah. So that's an interesting idea. But first, before we add our commentary, let me go ahead and just run through their statement. Um, this is coming from uh, Nintendo of America, uh, and I believe they reported it to IGN. They said throughout April, Nintendo of America territories will receive the last shipments of the Nintendo Entertainment NES Classic Edition systems for this for this year. We encourage anyone interested in obtaining the system to check with retail outlets regarding availability. We understand that it's been difficult for many consumers to find a system, and for that, we apologize. We have paid close attention to consumer feedback, and we greatly appreciate the incredible level of consumer interest and support for this, pro- uh, for this product. Two things stand out. One, uh, we've discontinued shipments, or we will be discontinuing uh, shipments of the Classic for this year. Yeah, so it might come back. It might come back. It may be a holiday thing, maybe. You know? Um, do it every holiday. Put different games on it. Something. Maybe. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about, we can probably talk a little bit deeper on this, uh, is... And this is more confusing than anything. We understand it's been difficult to find this system, but we've paid close attention to consumer feedback, and we greatly appreciate the level of consumer interest. So if there's consumer interest, it's hard to find, and they're listening to customer feedback that people want this console, why are you discontinuing it? It doesn't make sense. Like their their press release is like the antithesis of what they're actually doing. I know. <laughs> I don't understand. But this is the way that Nintendo spins things though, man. I mean, this is this is not really a surprise to me. I, I just, uh, you know, we'll, we'll probably see. I mean, if that's the way they worded it, we'll probably see it again. They'll, they'll, uh, you know, and, and they're, they're going to create more demand for it and they're going to drop, you know, a handful of systems, increase demand, you know, increase demand, low supply and drive up stock process, stock prices. That's what it's all about. I mean, you would think it's all about making money, but I mean, if the systems is continued, it's not going to be making money. Um, and, and then you're going to have your third party resellers going, going ham on this. I mean, I'm looking on eBay right now and they're already going for $250. Yep. Um, and which is crazy used. because it's just emulation. It's like you can just go out and you can get, get a, a raspberry, fucking pie, raspberry like, pie, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> get all that shit on it. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, but, uh, so yeah, interesting. Very confusing. I don't know what Nintendo's game is, but they're playing it. So, um, moving on with news, uh, Microsoft dropping some some bombs and really, really sticking the dagger to right now with what the PlayStation can offer and also what GameStop can offer. So this is interesting. Uh, Xbox and Windows 10 uh, to bring out self-refunds, and it's currently in testing phase. So for digital purchases... You will now be able to return a game if you purchase it. Very similar if you haven't, if you're not a Steam player on Steam. If you uh, you have a certain amount of time, um, you have a certain amount of time to play, and also a, re- a return policy date. Uh, if you have an issue with the game, you can actually return it uh, through Steam, and they'll get you your money back if you meet the criteria of the return policy. Uh, Xbox uh, One games and Windows 10 games on digital formats will be able to be returned if you both meet the criteria of uh, returning it within the 14 days 
or oh no and i'm sorry it's not and or it's it's, it's straight up both uh it's got to be within 14 days and uh you can only play you have to play less than two hours of the game for most games two hours is a fair amount of time i believe yeah to see if you're going to play it now if you're playing a game uh i know it's not on the xbox so no one call me out on this but uh, hypothetically if the if persona was on uh on xbox Two hours is not a fair amount of time. So, like, you know, big JRPGs, which will never be on a fucking Xbox console anyway, so why are we even worried about that? Um, like, two hours is fair. I think two hours, and, and if it's within 14 days when you purchased it, uh, this is great. I, I love what they're doing. Um, it's, it's, this is, this is going to start a trend, I think. I think we're going to see Sony do the same thing. Um, and They're, they're going to have to. Yeah, they're going to have to. Um, and, and Soon. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> it'll, it'll just change a lot of the way that even retailers do things that would be they're gonna have nice. to uh because because right like like i mentioned i mentioned right at the, at the beginning of this news piece that it's gonna drive a dagger in the heart of what GameStop's already doing i mean we talked about it off air they've yep. already closed 200 plus stores and yep. this is gonna hurt them even more because not only is digital taking over as a format all over uh especially with the advent of you know preloading and playing your game directly at midnight instead of waiting at gamestop and then you know buying the game and then driving home and then playing the game first of all installing the game and then playing it at 1 a.m it's not worth it anymore like the juice is not worth the squeeze for video games in that sense so um being able to do this take advantage of the digital format um you know internet speeds are getting better hard drive sizes are getting better so it's making this more of a legitimate avenue for for gamers and people are seeing it add on to the fact that you can return the games now at least on the xbox platform right now is super enticing there's no more buyer's remorse if there's buyers yeah the one thing that gets me though is that you can still get physical games cheaper at this point and and that that's going to be the one thing that's going to going to keep People going back to the physical games is as long as they're cheaper, people are going to buy them. The last time I checked, the uh, they're both sixty bucks. I mean, what what in what criteria are you talking about? Physical is cheaper. There are several ways that you can go and get a game brand new for less than sixty bucks. I mean, I, you, for instance, there, there are programs. I, I have, at, yes, there are the, programs, yeah, but, but the game, but the prices of of games drop quicker in the uh, uh, for physical games than they do digital. So you're going to find a game on sale, a physical game on sale quicker than you are a digital. For That's consoles, true. anyway, for consoles. That's true. Uh, whether or not we'll see that change, I don't know. If everything is shifting towards digital, uh, there, there's no reason for them to convert their pricing to what the physical copies are doing if everybody's converting. So, um, so that may not be something we see change. To be honest with you, so I mean, it, it's a valid point, um, and I I hear what you're saying, and I I, I agree with you, um, but it's probably not going to change. This we'll see. What else you got? That's it. That is it, Chris. There was no news whatsoever. Nothing. No news happened today at 11 a.m. on Friday. <laughs> well, do we want to get to Not that one thing. now? Because we haven't really talked. Well, I guess we should wait for Jeff before we talk about Scorpio. I want to talk about Scorpio, but I want Jeff to be here when we do. Yeah, so let's, we'll let's hold on. We'll hold on Jeff. Um, and and we, we can also include, so, so just so listeners know that we're not ditching these stories. And uh, also, I, I did see a story that, that Xbox is working on actually implementing Xbox versus PlayStation in online games. So hopefully we'll be able to talk about those things in an upcoming week with Jeff on the show as well. The ball's in your court, Sony. <laughs> all you got to um, do is say yes. <laughs> That's all you have to do, to say yes. Just do, do it. it. Do it. 
Oh, that would be great. But yeah, this morning we got a teaser trailer for The Last Jedi. And mm. I want to talk about it a little bit because a little bit. one of the things that really got me, and this is one of the things that I had been kind of predicting since they since they released the title, it was that uh Luke doesn't want to train her to be a Jedi. He wants to train her to use the Force. Whether she is doing the light, she like there's got to be balance, and that's one of the other things that gets talked about, that gets mentioned in the trailer, is that she sees the light, she sees the dark, she sees balance. Mm-hmm. She's gonna learn tricks from the dark side too, so she's gonna be getting both ends of it, and she, we're gonna see our first gray, and Ray is gonna be a gray, and I'm excited yeah. about that. That's what I think is gonna happen anyway. That's obviously that's not set in stone. But, uh, with, with Luke saying it out loud, the Jedi are gone, or however he said it. Um, yeah, something along the lines of, I, I know the truth now, and the Jedi have to go away. The Jedi, yeah, the, the Jedi have, like have to be yeah. no more. Or but it, like it's, it's a great point. I, I like the idea that we're focusing on the balance. Um, uh, I, I like that. It's interesting. It's gonna make for interesting characters. It's gonna make for interesting fights. Um, it, it's, I, I like, I like the direction that it seems to be heading in. I wanna see um, Ray use Force Lightning. I think it would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be a that would that, that would be a huge moment, like at the very end of the film, like you she know, would, like she, like how yeah. she gets the upper hand is using the, a dark side power. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I mean, when you and it makes sense, like if if your only option in the Star Wars universe is to be a Jedi or a Sith, there's no balance. You cannot create balance when you choose a binary decision, right? So I mean, it, the, the idea that you know you're creating this gray, you're living or, in extremes at that point. Yeah, what what is the uh uh it's called something in Star Wars lore? Uh is it like the wills? The wills? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the full like it's like a culmination of like everything the force. Like everything that, that consists of the force. So I mean that is um hopefully that comes into play cuz I think that's uh that's something from the books. That's technically not canon. Um but it, I think it looks good. There's a lot of great imagery in there. I like the uh, – they don't show too much. There's a lot of black screen in this in this trailer. But some of the stuff that they show is really interesting. Um, uh, my favorite shot of the entire trailer uh, was a shot of Ray's uh, – when she has her hand on the ground and she's like and straining like the her rocks, hand. And you see like the rocks it's, like dangling. Yeah, like it's floating it's, in the air. Yeah, it's a beautiful shot. Yeah. Um, I I almost want to make it like my fucking wallpaper on my computer. Like I saw that and I paused it. I'm like, that is awesome. What a great looking shot. Yeah. Um, but there's this. It looks like a lot of bad things are gonna happen. A lot of destruction. You saw some, uh, like a like a rebel base get attacked, and you know, uh, this could go the direction of like you know a darker tone. Uh, in the in the first movie was actually dark in its own right. To be honest with you, the first of the new trilogy, and um, it seems like this could go a, a, a darker route, which I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see. Yeah, I'm um, I'm really interested to see how they how they change um, the way the Jedi are looked at. I'm hoping that there's going to be a new uh, like a new view on on Force users with with the way Ray is going to get trained. Um, I'm I'm hoping that the reason that uh, that Luke has been gone so long is because he's been researching dark side powers because that would kind of bring in some of the old canon, some of the legends, mm-hmm. uh, where he did actually turn to the dark side and come back. Um, right. 
so you know, I mean, Luke played with the dark side. That's something that happened in Legends, and and it would be cool to see that he had that that they're bringing that into canon in this way. You know, it's I think it would be really really cool. He's uh, Luke's also the uh, at least in the in in the the Disney canon that we have today. Luke's the only person that we've seen wear like full on black as a as a Jedi. That's you know, true. He, that's I true. I mean, that's that's something that we had a back in high school. We were having a deep Star Wars discussion. Um, we were super high too, but we talked about the the idea of how uh, Luke could have been a Sith or ha- like really really like have Sith like tendencies, just because of the fact that not just because he's wearing all black, but uh, we thought that symbolism meant something years and I mean this is seventeen years ago. Um, yeah, that yeah. we saw that. So to see something like that possibly come to fruition, that he is practicing Sith Sith techniques, I, I think that's 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 amazing to me. Like it's such a great character art for arc for someone like Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I mean, Return of the Jedi, he wore all black when he showed up to uh, to Jabba's palace. He wore black so. the entire fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The entire movie, he wore he most. Of and he's black. the only he, he's the only Jedi that's ever done it um, yep. in the in the history of Star Wars. So it, it I, I love the direction that's going. I really do. Um, that movie's going to be great, man. I can't wait. I can't. It's going to be really good. Christmas when, is not not that far away. I know. There's a lot of good movies. You know, we, it's fucking Guardians next month, bro. Guardians is next month. I think so. Yeah, Guardians mm. Volume Two. I'm gonna look it up real quick. We got Josh Brolin playing Double Marvel duty. He just got announced as fucking Cable in Deadpool Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm super excited <laughs> about that too, man. Yeah, dude. release date May 5th, bro. It's coming now. Really? Like two weeks. Wow. Now. That's crazy. So yeah. yeah, I can't wait to see that. I I hope I hope Guardians Two is half as good as the first one. Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that first one was really good. So yeah, yeah a lot yeah, of good lo- movies, man. Of, good aliens. You got movies. the new Aliens movie coming out. This Wonder Woman's really... coming out. Oh, looks so good. It does look good. Looks so good. And she looks so good. Just saying, she is she is a she is a beautiful person. My my like, wife is in love with her. She goes, she's like, I, you know, I'm leaving you for her, right? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Man, I got yeah yeah. Gal Gadot is 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 pretty great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Super excited about that. Not interested in Justice League. There's just something about it. It just makes me not I really. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm more interested in standalone. Like I want to see a standalone Aquaman. I want to see Wonder Woman. I want to see a new Batman. I want to see stuff like that. But I just Justice League together. I don't know. Like DC has a problem making a good movie that's focused on one or two characters, much less a team of characters. It just uh, they they have. I mean, look at Suicide Squad. They they just haven't. Um, I liked Suicide Squad. I thought it was fun. I didn't yeah, think it was a. Fun, I didn't think it was great. A good movie. It, it was. It was fun to watch, man. I had. I, I enjoyed it. It was a shitty movie with a couple of good performances, Chris. <laughs> Let's call it what it was. Let's call it what it was. Um, Why do you hate fun, uh, Travis? It's not that I hate fun, man. I just want to watch a good movie. <clears throat> I did watch a great movie. Um, my uh, my best friend in the world uh, recommended Whiplash uh, with uh, J.K. Simmons and. Um, if you haven't seen that movie, Chris, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend anyone listening to this to drop what you're doing and uh, go on your PlayStation, rent it for like three ninety nine. Whiplash. Um, it is probably the last perfect film I've ever seen, probably in ten years. It's wow. really, really good, really fantastic. All right. And if you like J.K. Simmons, he is fucking J. Jonah Jameson. How do you not like J.K. Simmons? Um, he is. Uh, it's one of the best performances I've seen in a long time too. So yeah, Whiplash. Check that joint out. Cool. Uh, all right, but that's all I got, man. That's all news. Me too. Other stuff so, to talk with Jeff. 
Yeah, man. Well, so, uh, I guess we'll we'll wrap this one up. Uh, hopefully, we can record again next week with everybody. But uh, thank yeah, you guys for listening. Um, if you wanted to drop us an email, you can do that by sending it to email at interactivedistractions.com. Check us out on Facebook, Google+, Stitcher, Steam, Twitch, Twitter. No, wait. Twitter's different. Uh, search for Interactive Distractions and you'll find us. Uh, on Twitter, we are Indus uh, Podcast. Um, I am Indus Chris, and you are the Travis Bomb still. Correct. Correct. Um, so, yeah, check us out. We appreciate it. Um, but that's all I have. So, unless you have something else before we wrap up. It's been a good night, Chris. Has been. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please tell a few friends. And if you're on iTunes or Stitcher, please leave us a review. We'd appreciate it. But until next time, my name is Chris. I'm Travis. Play your games, and we'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.